Welcome, or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence's Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on the minor league pipeline. COVID has eliminated most of the minor league action for this summer, but this is my attempt to strike back. Feel free to contact me on Twitter, Tim815, or on email, timhuwe at hotmail.com, or on Pre-Arb Excellence on my Facebook group. I love pertinent questions. Welcome to today's episode, Cubs Add Ryan Lemaire. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Our time is valuable and is spent where it's valued. Ryan Lemaire, as I was doing a bit of research on Ryan Lemaire, an, uh, an outfielder the Cubs have signed to a minor league deal per Major League Baseball trade rumors. I think that puts the Cubs' 60-man pool at about 55. I could be off by one or two because there's a bit of fluctuation there. But I think it's about 55, so they still have a bit of room, but it's getting a little bit closer to 60 than I'd prefer. Ryan Lemaire is an outfielder who attended Michigan. He was a Wolverine. He was drafted in the second round in 2010 by the Cincinnati Reds. An ironic thing. Lemaire was a second-round draft pick in 2010. Yesterday's signing, Derek Dietrich, was a 2010 second-round signing. Who did the Cubs draft in 2010 on their own? Outfielder Reggie Golden, who he made it to A ball and was injured playing for Peoria. The first game of the year in 2012, 2011, 2012, something like that. He, he was injured early, early, early in the season, missed the rest of the season, and that pretty much did in his, his career. Golden possibly could have developed into something, but he never did quite figure out how to hit good minor league pitching. It happens. But uh, Lemaire being added... Gives the Cubs a little bit more depth at the uh, South Bend pool, South Bend um, pod. Uh, and the Cubs don't really have a whole lot of outfielders. And adding Lemaire, probably a good thing. Um, I don't expect he'll ever be anything of major import. But if there's a situation where... The Cubs need an outfielder for a short spell, a couple of days, a weekend. Um, Lemaire makes perfect sense. He's perfectly functional. In fact, I would probably comp him to Ian Miller on a different fashion. He's a different type of player than Miller, but both both Miller and Lemaire played in 2019 for the Minnesota Twins. So if they were both reserve outfielders for the Minnesota Twins, there's probably more similarity there than difference. Haven't seen Lemaire play a whole lot. He hasn't. um, I didn't follow him a whole lot in the minor leagues. He's pretty much avoided the uh, Cubs system in games. So I, I really don't know all that much about him, but what the heck, he's a guy. He's um, played for the... Reds, the Red Sox, the 
A's, the White Sox, and the Twins in Major League Ball. So he's he's not going to embarrass himself. And again, if there's a roster spot needed, sometimes you're better off having a guy like Lemaire who you can call up as needed as opposed to exposing someone younger, for instance, like Brennan Davis to the major league experience already. Davis is a better player long-term, but short-term, you're probably better off having someone like Lemaire or Ian Miller on the major league roster. And having Lemaire around is perfectly fine. I, uh, I think they can probably throw him, throw him out at um, a couple different... I, I don't know if he can play center, but I think he's at least capable in left and right. So there's that. Um, one other bit of news today, which doesn't technically involve the Cubs, but I think if you're looking at... With 2020, there's a line in the sand. The line in the sand is, will there be playoff baseball in 2020? That's the major question. The Nationals last night had Juan Soto, who missed the game, or was going to miss the game. Actually, I don't know if he played or not. But um, now there's reports that more players from the Nationals have tested positive for COVID. Overnight, both catchers on the Braves roster, their top two catchers, they're not COVID positive, but they have COVID symptoms. So they've both been put on the COVID list, both of their top catchers. They only have two other catchers on their 40-man roster. So Alex Jackson and William Contreras. I think that might be Wilson's brother. Not sure on that. Um, both of them are now on the, they're on the major league team for Atlanta. And they're the two catchers. They have no one else. What I would like to see the Cubs trying to do now, they, they can do try to do this, and I don't. Uh, we won't know about it because there isn't that level of transparency in baseball. But the Cubs have Victor Caratini, Wilson Contreras. They have Miguel Amaya at the pool level. They also have Jose Lobaton. Lobatone at the pool at the South Bend pod. I'd like to see the Cubs trade Jose Lobaton to the Braves for pretty much anything that has long-term value. Anybody in their top 30, heck, top 40 prospects. Anybody they want to name. Anybody they want to name. Pitcher, outfielder, uh, whatever. Just whatever. I would imagine... Jose Lobaton would probably be a better catcher than Alex Jackson and possibly more so than William Contreras. I don't know how long the two catchers are going to be out. But if a team only has two catchers and two of them are injured, you have to play a game that night or that day, that afternoon, whichever. Uh, exploit the situation. There's that line in the sand. If there's going to be 
postseason baseball. Pot commit to that. If you don't think there's going to be postseason baseball, pot commit to that. Whichever one you're buying into, buy into it completely and totally and wholly. And if you're wrong, own it. Admit it. Yep, I thought there would be playoff baseball. There wasn't. I was wrong. Or I didn't think there was going to be playoff baseball, but there was. Front offices in 2020, what I think is important is having the best possible medical information so that you, your team, whichever team you're representing, has a good read on, will there be playoff baseball? Because there's not going to be playoff baseball. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. As many teams as look like they're going to be juggling roster spots just to avoid the avoid the covid noid i don't think that i don't think it'll last for 2 months i don't think it will and if it doesn't last for 2 months teams that surrender talent trying to make the playoffs guess wrong my hunch is even though it's not happy happy there won't be playoff baseball this year and if you have a player like Jose Lobatone, whose job is to hold down a spot in case a catcher is needed at some point, hey, guess what? A catcher's needed at some point. Call up Jose Lobatone, or send off Jose Lobatone to Atlanta for whoever the Cubs get in return. And if they end up having too many players to fill out the 60-man pool, then release somebody. And if it ends up being a player like Ryan Lemaire who ends up getting released, so be it. Fine. Whatever. His job was to come in and take up a spot in case it was needed. Um, I think there are going to be quite a few pitchers who get injured this year. I don't think they stayed ready enough. Um, So yeah, when they're pitching in anger for 75, 90, 110 pitches. Yeah, there are going to be injuries. And um, teams are going to need people to fill in. It's going to be kind of ugly. And the Cubs ought to be talking to the Braves today about what they could get in return for Jose Lobatone because the Braves may be thinking that the playoffs are something to be fought for. And if the playoffs are something to be fought for, you trade Jose, Jose Lobatone to a team who Lobatone improves the squad. Uh, who, who would come back in return? I don't really even care. Top 30 guy, top 40 guy, roll with it. Whatever. Go, go for it. Incrementally improve your team. The Cubs have incrementally improved their team in successive days by adding 2010 second-round draft choices. Yesterday it was Derek Dietrich. Today it's Ryan Lemaire. And if the Cubs would be wise enough to trade Jose Lobatone for something with future value, do it. Do it. Um... One other thing that didn't get mentioned in my most recent podcast, when the Cubs 
went through their roster shuffle to fill in their 30-man roster. Robel Garcia was designated for assignment. So within the next week or so, we'll probably hear what happened with Garcia, whether he stays with the team, whether he gets traded, or we'll see. He either gets traded, gets run through waivers, or gets released. I doubt he'll get released. So probably he'll either get traded or run through waivers. And if he get sneaks through waivers, the Cubs will happily hang on to him. And if he gets claimed, so be it. Um, he was a fun story last year, and I, I, I don't want to lose him because I think there's probably something there. Players develop at their own rate, just like uh, people on Twitter get better at the rate that they get better at, or maybe sometimes they don't. Um, so... Lemaire helps the team, and I hope the Cubs keep an eye out for adding anyone who can possibly improve their squad this year on waivers or free agency. And if they have a player like a Jose Lobatone or a Derek Dietrich, possibly later, who they can trade for future value, do that because adding the future value is how you incrementally improve a team when there are no games going on. Be safe and be nice to people.